Sacred podcast. I am the hater. I'm here with the tech man, Bud Man. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, Larry cannot be here this week uh, due to prior engagement, but I'm sure that he will be back next week. So, as they say, you're getting in the, the awesome tag team of the hater and the Bud Man. Hey, 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 hey. So, we might as well get right to it with common sense or lack of. It's now time for another edition of Common Sense. Or lack of. This was brought to my attention by a listener. And this one is so lack of common sense that it's utterly disgusting. Unfortunately, I feel like I need to address this news story. So, here goes. Alicia Shepard, 24, struck down four kids and killing three of them while crossing the road to board a school bus. This moron now faces jail time of only 21 and a half years. This incident occurred in Indiana on October 30th, 2018. She's being convicted of reckless homicide. This idiot was driving a pickup truck at the time that this stupidity fucking occurred. Keep in mind that the kids were crossing a two-lane rural highway to get to their bus. Needless to say, she was found guilty of criminal recklessness causing homicide by the Fulton County jury on Friday, being last Friday. Holy f***. When arrested, she informed authorities that she didn't realize she was approaching a stop school bus. Despite its lights were flashing and an activated arm stopped. The only child that survived spent 30 days in hospital and underwent 21 surgeries. This shit-stained sentence is due December 18th of this year. Following this tragedy, Indiana legislature decided to raise statewide penalties for drivers who illegally past stopped school buses. All I really have to say about this is good riddance illicit dumbass. Hope you rot in jail for being a stupid bitch. You are getting off easy no matter what the outcome. There is a special place in hell waiting for you Alyssa Shepard. For once I hope hell does exist. Stupid is an understatement for this loser. I just research into it myself, hater, and pretty much it was something around like 20 to 30 kids die a year from this out of the 10,000 bus crashes that happen. That's still a pretty high fucking number of children dying from stupidity. People, how about this? Pay the fuck attention when you're driving school buses. Hello? Talk about lack of common sense or what? It's time for crazy. In 
2002, a pair of 70-year-old identical twins from Finland were hit and killed by trucks while riding bicycles in a snowstorm. They were killed in separate accidents the same day along the same stretch of road and one mile apart. Both accidents occurred two hours apart. The second brother still did not know his brother had passed earlier when his fatal accident occurred. Creepy. This thing is common, this phenomenon, in identical twins. Even one separated from birth, somewhere along the lines, they end up having a lot of the same traits. They like the same foods. They get married to the same type of people. You go on and on and on. But I just thought this was a pretty interesting example of that kind of thing. So there you go. There's some more crazy f coincidences. So now we're going to do a new segment. It's kind of a fun segment. It's called Five Fun Facts. Five Fun Facts about... Let's do five fun facts about prostitution. One, where prostitution is illegal, it's pretty hard to gather stats about it. Think about it. Some government dick walks up to a prostitute. Uh, excuse me, but uh, I'm doing a consensus for the government. And uh, clearly you are a whore. And uh, could you give me some information? Like maybe how much do you charge for a blowjob? Yeah, this kind of stuff. It's hard to gather, you know. So, basically what I'm getting at is when you look this shit up, any stat you're going to find is approximate. Two is the obvious one. It's dangerous. Hello, you're out there shaking your ass for money. You're going to run into some stranger danger type motherfucker. But as they say, when you play the game, you better know the rules, I guess. I do feel for the women, though, and the men that end up on the shitty end of the dangerous side of it. But, hey, I'm an asshole. At the end of the day, it is what it is. They are usually hired for more than just sex. I thought this one was interesting. Approximately, again, the stats thing, but 40% of prostitutes don't actually f*** the guy, the poor fucking slob that puts out the money for them. No, instead, they think these women are psychologists. They'd rather talk about their lives, how shitty their marriage is, cry on a woman's tit, you know. But they don't actually want sex. They want a therapist, which I thought was interesting. Sweden. In Sweden, it is illegal to buy sex, but not to sell it. And Canada is included in this. Which brings me to the last part. The last fun fact about prostitution. Social media. Now, again, approximate numbers say about 60% of prostitutes now sell themselves on social media. They don't go out in the streets. They sit at home. They literally go on f***ing Kijiji and shit and go, hey, do you want a good time? Call whoever. That's a fun fact. Next week, I'm going to have five fun facts about pornos. All right, it's time for this week's segment of Hockey Talk. On Friday night, Leafs forward Austin Matthews was sent to the locker room during the second period after a hit to the head by the Sharks' Brendan Dillon. Matthews did return to action, though, in the final frame. Again, no penalty was called on the play. Leafs won 4-1. Leaf fans... You dodged a bullet there. League-leading Colorado Avalanche defeated the Vegas Golden Knights 6-1 on Friday as well. Speaking of Leafs, ex-Leaf, Kadri scored twice. 
Pens traded defenseman Eric Gabranson to the Ducks on Friday in exchange for forward Andreas Martinson and a seventh-round pick in 2021. This deal gives the Pens much-needed cap flexibility. Uh, Gabranson er carries a $4 million cap hit through next season. Martinson earns $750,000 and is a free agent at the end of this season. Blue Star... Tarasenko will miss at least the next two games with an upper body injury. The St. Louis Blues have a two-game road trip against Boston and Detroit, and Tarasenko will not be available for both matchups. Tarasenko has three goals and seven assists through ten games this season. That hurts the champs. He is a huge, huge part of that team. Should be interesting in the next couple games if you're a St. Louis Blues fan. On Thursday night... The Calgary Flames and the Florida Panthers exchanged a bunch of goals in a 6-5 shootout win for the Flames. Both teams combined for less than 50 shots during the contest. Now keep in mind, the NHL average for shots per game as of this recording is 63, but the average for goals per game sat at 6.06. Buffalo still leads the Atlantic Division 9-2-1. Maybe they're for real this year. I don't know. We'll see. Washington leads the Metropolitan Division 7-2-3. No big uh, surprise there. Colorado, I don't know. Right now, boy, they're friggin' an unstoppable force. They're leading the Central right now 9-1-1. And the Oilers still lead the Pacific Division 8-2-1 at the time of this recording. I still sit in the fence about the Oilers, but Dreisaitl and McDavid are on fire. That is it for Hockey Talk this week. Also, this upcoming week uh, is Halloween coming up this Friday. I love Halloween, so I just wanted to talk about it for a few minutes. Uh, what is there to say? It's the, the night of the dead. It's great. Kids go door to door to get candy, unless you're a cheap prick, and then probably you'll get uh, your house egged. It's tradition, you know, deal with it. Uh, you know. I just, I love seeing the kids come around all dressed up. That's how I get my kicks now, not in a pedophile way. I'm going to be a grandfather soon. There's some information for you. Anyways, Halloween is pretty cool. I remember as a kid, you'd go and you'd seek out those really cool houses where they had the crazy decorations everywhere. Because you figured if somebody's going to deck out their house like that, they probably got some awesome treats, or they better, because it's called trick-or-treat. I just want everybody out there this year, if you're going to be out on Halloween night and you're driving around, please be aware it's Halloween night. There's going to be a lot of kids out there. You know, let, let's let's be smart. Be safe. Yeah, I don't want to have to do another edition of uh, common sense or lack of because of some dumbass. That was a fucked up edition. Like, yeah. When that when that guy sent me that and we were looking over it, all we were thinking was like, what? Yeah, this is what I'm talking about. Like, this happens? But, and then I started researching it even more and it was just like, so many accidents happen with school buses that children, like, it's inevitable. It's a vehicle, right? It's, it's inevitable. It's going to crash or do something. But you don't think of it like that most of the time. You just think, Send your kid off to school, right? Yeah, well, yeah. But it's very rare for your bus to crash and shit like that. Usually it's like a driver hits it or something. 
But for like 30 to 20 to 40 fucking kids to get hit by vehicles just crossing the road to get on the bus. Yeah, what's wrong with these fucking morons? That seems fucked up to me. Yeah, it's not. It's not good. So that's why everybody needs to be cool, be safe on Halloween, because nobody wants fucking bullshit like that. That's for sure. Be like a scene from like a horror movie, all the candy splattered across the road. No, it's the other. still holding the candy bag sprawled out on the road. Really, man? Sorry, I, I had to paint a picture. Continue. Anyways, the best, other best thing I still like about Halloween is if I can, once all the kids have come and gone, I like to turn out all the lights and I'm a big fan of watching those uh, old horror movies like the original Frankenstein, oh, yeah. the original black and white Dracula with Bella Lugosi. Oh, man, that stuff is awesome shit. Awesome shit. I still, to this day... Ghostbusters. Yeah, then you get into some of the more modern movies, too. Not the new one. Not the new one. Like, still older. Yeah. Like, The Exorcist, that shit, it still scares the shit out of me. Fuck me, Jesus, fuck me! The spider crawl on the ceiling. Yeah, man, that gives you the crawls. People were having heart attacks when that came out in the theaters. Nowadays, people laugh at it. Yeah, but in 1973, man, that was pretty hardcore shit. shit. Yeah, man. That's good shit. Night of the Living Dead. I mean, that's a classic. George A. Romero. Come on. Uh, how do you not like Barbara, that? Barbara, I'm coming to get you. You know what's great about that movie, actually? At the end of it, it's the first movie I think I ever saw where nobody lives. Nobody. Even the, even the hero, the black guy, and I'm not being racist here, but wow, first they have the black guy survive the till the end. Died. And then get shot in the head. That's crazy. After all that shit. Yep. But that's what kind of makes that movie brilliant, though. They've done remakes, but it's not. But that set up the whole zombie franchise. Oh, big time. But we'll Huge. get into that on another different episode. It is episode. Halloween. George A. Romero opened up a whole genre. Basically reinvented the genre. Like Call of Duty made a tribute to them in one of their maps. I think it's Call of the Dead. He literally chases you with a uh, stage light, beats the shit out of you. If you, like, touch him, you have to run into the water, and he cools down, and then you gotta jump out of the water and fucking... Oh, it's, it's, yeah. It's it's kind of a pain-in-the-ass map, but it's a fun map to play. What's your favorite part of Halloween? My favorite part of Halloween is probably getting a black suit, or just dressing up all in black, hiding in bushes, and scaring random children. Yeah, it's the only night of the year. Yeah, you can get away yep. with scaring children shitless. And you're not looked at like a fucking asshole or a weirdo, or you're just, just that guy that's sat in the bush for a couple hours and waited for a couple children to walk by so he could jump out and scare the shit out of them. On a normal day, that sounds pretty twisted. That does sound pretty twisted even right now saying it, but you know what? I said it. I'm sticking to it. It's Halloween, man. Or or when you give them the candy, that face of, oh, I got some candy from this day. Holy shit. Yeah, and speaking of candy, let's not be any f***ing freak piece of shit weirdo and do anything to kids' candies man. because that's f***ing okay. awful, man. First off, you think it's people are going to cool. put drugs in candies? 
Not drugs. I remember there's like this Facebook post going around. It was like, watch out for THC candies. And all I could think was like, you think that stoners are going to give away their edibles to children? Motherfucker, I wouldn't. I know that for a fact. I'd be like, fuck you, man. This is all mine. Holy shit. Speaking of edibles, we're going to pause for 10 seconds and we'll be back because I just remembered I have some edibles. Hold up. Wait a minute. Something ain't right. And we're back. On edibles. Woo! Woo! What were we talking about? Oh, Halloween. Right, so I guess in conclusion, let's all have a happy Halloween, mother And be safe. Yeah, that too. This has been a message approved by Budman, the Tack Man, and the Hater. Hey, 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 hey. But um. Okay, moving on. I got one more thing I'd like to uh, talk about because one, now I'm up on edibles and two i probably won't remember next week so i just wanted to mention that uh this november 4th it will be the one year anniversary of of the movie bohemian rhapsody if you haven't seen this movie yet shame on you unfortunately i haven't well you need to go i've seen enough parts of it i guess anyways obviously it's about freddie mercury and queen i'm a big fan i always have been so I thought maybe we'd take a couple minutes and just talk a little bit about Queen. So, I mean, where do you start? I certainly would like to talk for a minute about Freddie's stage presence. And particularly his Live Aid performance. This guy had a way of just captivating a crowd. And his presence on stage was so dynamic. He, he just knew. He just knew how to connect with an audience like nobody else. first sound clip they also did i think at the 2010 winter games no it was the 2012 summer olympic closing ceremony yeah and they did like these huge screens and this weird animation of him but it still was the exact same kind of thing everybody in the audience yeah yeah it was pretty cool for sure which brings me to my next point their incredible stadium shows and amazing crowd interactions at concerts, as you just heard from the sound bites we put in. If I only had a time machine, people. Like some of his songs, he just, he'd sing some of it, the crowd would sing the rest. Yeah, yeah. He just knew how to connect with the crowd. Electric. And like thousands of people, too. Not just like oh, a small hundreds room. Of that. Like, like, yeah. These football stadiums in the UK, these things hold, you know, 80 to 100,000 motherfuckers. And it's packed. And he has everybody hanging off of everything that comes out of his mouth. Unbelievable. 
Really quick, really quick. What's your favorite Queen song? Well, I was getting to that. The legacy of Queen, too, that is left behind. And let's not forget that not just Freddie Mercury, but John Deacon, Brian May, Roger Taylor, they're all fantastic musicians. And I might add, as far as I'm concerned, one of the most underrated rock bands in history, especially for the longest time. But you think about it from their early days, you know, from Stone Cold Crazy to Tie Your Mother Down in the Lap of the Gods to Bohemian Rhapsody. And then there were their songs in the late 70s to early 80s. You know, like, uh, obviously, We Will Rock You and We Are the Champions, which has become, you know, anthems in sports. An iconic sports song. Absolutely. Then they're, you know, they're bluesy kind of disco. Another one bites the dust all the way through to Radio Gaga, which I might add. My favorite. Is probably my favorite live for sure. It's amazing. If you can see footage of them doing that song live, it's incredible. Again, comes back to the crowd participation. To even later on in their career to, you know, songs like In the Window to I'm Going Slightly Mad, The Show Must Go On. Right till the end, Freddie, you know, was amazing. And his battle with AIDS, it's such a tragic, tragic thing. I don't care what his sexuality was like. I don't care what his personal business was. Man. That guy could sing. That guy could sing. Like, one of the greatest voices ever. He did opera and shit? Yeah, yeah. Barcelona with Montserrat Cabela. And in that clip there, Hater, I love how he keeps up with what's her face there. The opera singer, yeah, yes. Like he's right there the whole time, never misses a note in sync. Yeah, and at that point he was battling eight. So and he <coughs> stayed with the band and recorded everything he could right up to the end. And you know, it's funny, he he never told anybody and there wasn't even a press release about it till the day before he actually died. There were a lot of speculation, but you never heard the guy complain once about it. He just went about his business right to the end. Uh, you got to respect him. Respect him for that big time. Uh, you know what? As far as songs go, though, I would probably say one of my favorite Queen songs is actually the one they did with David Bowie, Under Pressure. Yeah. Although I do like the song in the window as well. There's a lot of songs, man. I could go on and on and on, but you know, that's a legacy that they left Tie behind. Tie Your Mother Down was fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much everything Queen did was pretty awesome if you think about it. I, I Want to Break Free? Yeah. That's a great That's anthem used in too. so many commercials today. And it's a great video. Because the band, they're all dressed as women. Which is actually, in the video, it was actually supposed to be a call out to Coronation Street. The BBC, long time BBC soap opera. But of course, 
Everybody took it the wrong way. It even got banned from MTV back what? in the day. Yeah. And now it's considered a great video. Wow. And it's a great song. You know, These Are the Days of Our Lives, another good song, which is really a creepy song. If you listen to it and think about Freddie at the time where he was almost at his expiry date and he was, you know, less than a year before he would be gone. Wow. It's, it's. Sends chills up your spine. Well, just think, man. He can captivate an audience even while he's dead. Like, that's a true artist. For sure. For and sure. if he would have lived, holy shit. Yeah, can Every you imagine? Artists would look so much different. Wow, imagine the music that he'd, they'd still be making Queen. Crazy. But anyways, I just wanted to uh, talk a little bit about that. Cause, uh, and if you haven't seen that movie, seriously, it is one of the best you know, movies ever made about a rock group or a rock star or anything, you know, associated with that. So with that, I guess, Budman, I know you've been dying to talk. Well, you know how we just had our election, right? Oh, yes. Okay, so we got voted in as a minority government as liberals, right? Yes, we did. And I've been scrolling through Facebook and I've noticed some of these posts that I've been reading. So I'm just going to give two of them, for example. There was one that highlighted the majority of Canada, where the majority of Canada lives. And it was like, we should not let this be what decides who runs Canada, which in a sense is true. But at the same time, we don't have that population to go fill every fucking province in Canada with people and make that the majority. Like, right. it's not realistic. Right, Ontario and Quebec have the most people. Like, and then there was another one. This one, I just, I had to unfriend this person. I literally did. It just blew my mind so much. I just didn't want that. As 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 Larry says, I just didn't want that negativity in my life. So this person said that, thank you, Canada, for voting in someone that will take away women's rights or something along that line. Like Trudeau is after women's rights and this and that. For one, there's, they're not after women's rights. They're after making abortion legal to do for certain things for certain periods of time. Like, uh, The edibles are kicking in, folks. Give them a minute. Okay, so they want to make... You, they pretty much want to make it so you can abort autistic child pretty much up to pregnancy, like up pretty much up to birth, which I have my own opinion, and I'm not getting into that controversial of stuff on Let's this. Let's say this again, sorry, just so I'm following you correctly. Okay, so they want to make it so if you have an autistic baby in your womb, it is legal to have an abortion pretty much up to giving birth to it. Are you serious? Yes, and I'm not going to give my opinion on this. This is a real Beca thing. It is a real thing. Because... In this country. Fuck it. Fuck it. You're poking me too much. No! I'm just... Okay, so if if this is going to be something that we're going to focus on as a country, then fuck it. Here's my opinion. It's not a horrible fucking thing. I'm sorry, but as a taxpayer, we pay for autistic children and people. And if that sounds horrible, I'm sorry. But at the same time, do you know how much care and time it takes to take care of an autistic person? A lot. And like, I'm not even trying to be an asshole. So don't take this as me being an uneducated prick or whatever. If a family does not want that kind of burden on them, not that autistic people are burdens, but 
they don't want that kind of a financial stress or anything like that, then they shouldn't have that choice. But there becomes a point where it's like, oh, the day before my pregnancy, I don't want this. That's where it's not good. Well, for most people, like I haven't that's done, far too late, I haven't it? done a lot of research on it to see if it's 100% real, but that's what I've been hearing pretty much. Is that what, that's what the government's trying to focus on, and that's why women are like, oh, they're taking away rights, and this and that. Yeah. So, just to clarify, people with autism are not horrible. They're, they're, they're people too. They're normal people that just... Yeah. So, moving on from that. So, if we elected, let's put it this way, people. If we would have elected the Conservative Party, how long would it be before other countries were like, hey, we're not dealing with Canada anymore. That guy's a fucking, he was a scam artist. He's going to be scamming me and my grandma. Like, how long? Oh, because of or, the fake insurance thing. Or how long before you all get sick and fucking tired of being taxed through the asshole and you just want to fucking change like last time and you vote liberal again? Like, everybody is constantly on Trudeau's ass about stupid bullshit like letting fucking ter so-called terrorists in. The last person that he let in that the media called a terrorist was a refugee that was running away from ISIS, okay? That doesn't sound horrible to me. It sounds like he's trying to protect a life. Which, at the same time, isn't that great? Because it's a fucking... Someone's running away from a well-known terrorist organization. But let's digress from that, okay? He did it. Let's get over it. Like, I don't know. And with the way that the majority government is right now, nothing's gonna get done anyways, people. So, And those people that were like, it's people that didn't vote. It's those people's fault. It... Doesn't fucking matter for this year, this whatever the fuck election. It didn't fucking matter because we were so divided as a country between how much bashing people did on fucking liberals and how much the conservatives bashed them. Oh, he still got in, people. The fuck does that tell you? Like, I don't know. This, it wouldn't have mattered because Canada was so divided at the point that it still would have been half and half, in my opinion. And NDP, well, fuck. If they actually... Because after Trudeau got elected, the NDP posted a conference and they were all like, we talked to Trudeau, we're behind him all the way. They aren't merging, but they're going to help the process with their seats to help him vote more wisely, I guess. Which is good. And honestly, if... I don't even know his name. For all intent purposes, we'll call him Turk. So, but if Turk actually stands behind what he says and, you know, makes Trudeau do these climate changes, make affordable living, pharmacare, everything like that, then people might actually start thinking about electing NDP for next election. Yeah, right. Which wouldn't be horrible. I guess. But, uh, yeah, and, um... Thank God for editing. Another thing that's really starting to annoy me... Okay. ...is, have you ever been at your job, and you're the only person around? Just for some reason, like, you're... There shouldn't be anyone near you. And then all of a sudden, your manager just comes over and stands there and watches you for, like, ten minutes? And says nothing. Not one fucking word. And then just walks away. Okay, that's a little weird, isn't it? I kind of feel violated sometimes, like he's looking at my ass or something. 
But I digress. Just watch out for your managers. That's that's the moral of that story. Does this happen often? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I just don't notice. But, uh, yeah. So. That's a strange story. I'm it is a saying. strange story. It was, it was weird. You know, though, that brings up a good point, though. You know, and then, people do some weird shit I've at got, work. I've just got one more, one more thing oh, I want to touch base on. Okay, never mind. Okay, so people that have children and have daughters. Uh-huh. Okay, there is a fine line to how much you need to train them for the world. Okay, if your daughter is kicking and punching people in the nuts that get close to her because she feels isolated when they get close, you have a fucking problem with your child. You've trained her to the point where she's too brainwashed to fucking live in society without hurting someone. Wow, these edibles are really kicking in. Oh, yeah. Damn, why do we do this to ourselves? And, like... What? Yeah, just, what? Fuck, I love this studio. Damn! I guess, uh... (laughs) I guess that's all that's on my mind. Next week, uh, we're going to talk about famous hate groups and government conspiracies and some other stuff. Now, we'll talk about artificial intelligence. And, I might add, by the end of the conversation, I may be in the corner, huddled up in a ball, crying ever so slowly. Probably. But first, let's have a word from our sponsor. Moses again from the Holy Touch. The people that brought you Jesus fucking Christ the dildo and the devil's glory hole are proud to bring you the Jesus Christ sex bot. That's right, now for only 100 easy payments of $24.99. You too can have the religious experience of a lifetime anytime you feel like you need to confess. The Jesus Christ sex bot will be there to redeem you of your sexy sins. This state-of-the-art sex bot is programmed by our technician for your specific needs. Do you like the average dong? Or do you like the super-sized slut? Jesus Christ the sex bot has an adjustable Johnson for your personal pleasure. Also included in this deal is a free devil's anal beads. That's right, the devil's anal beads. It's compatible with the devil's glory hole. Wow, what a deal. Do you have any fetishes? Well, we can help you with that as well. Elderly Jesus, Camel Toe Jesus, Insect Jesus, Sasquatch Jesus, Armpit Jesus, Nose Jesus, Crucified Jesus, Penguin Jesus, Zombie Jesus, Hairy Jesus, Ass Jesus, Goes Good With The Devil's Anal Beads, Handicap Jesus, It Jesus, R. Kelly Jesus, Fish Jesus, Dwarf Jesus, Can Customize Hair Quantity, Stubby Jesus, T-Rex Jesus, Hot Dog Jesus, Helicopter Jesus, Balloon Jesus, Carp Jesus, Pony Jesus, Pagan Jesus, Leather Jesus, Wrong Jesus, Bird Jesus, Bee Jesus, Eyeball Jesus, Fart Jesus, for limited time only, includes a cake! Remember, authenticity still applies to the Jesus Christ sex bot as well! 
Italian Jesus, German Jesus, United Kingdom's Jesus, United States Jesus comes with a gun, Belgium Jesus, Elephant Jesus, France Jesus, Spain Jesus, Canadian Jesus, Brazilian Jesus, Polar Bear Jesus, Japanese Jesus, Australian Jesus, Hollander Jesus, South African Jesus, Mexican Jesus, Malaysian Jesus, Whale Jesus, Chinese Jesus, Turkey Jesus, Switzerland Jesus, Sweden Jesus, and so now for beginners, Midget Jesus! Terms and contracts may vary. Shipping and handling does not apply. Elon Musk. He's a pretty smart guy. Pretty world-renowned for his uh, intelligence and common sense. This is what he has said about artificial intelligence. The percentage of intelligence which is not human is already increasing. And eventually... We will represent a very small percentage of intelligence. He also went on to say, it's too late already. No matter for good or bad, there is no controlling it when it happens. It's already begun. I just wanted to start with that Elon Musk quote. Because he's the guy that got me thinking hard about this topic. And quite frankly, now it just scares the bejesus out of me. Him and Stephen Hawking's. Stephen Hawking said straight out at one point that AI will probably be the downfall of the human race. That's not a direct quote, but that's pretty much the general gist of it. And it will get out of human control. Oh, it will. There's no way it won't. Look look at our cell phones today. Everything either has Siri or Google. And these are literally programs that are engineered to look at what you do on your phone and better... You shop, your fucking calendar, your everything. Like, it accesses every part of your phone and makes your phone pretty much every day better life. Think about this. Your phone now is just an extension of yourself. It is your, what I like to refer to as your AI intelligence. Think about that. We're already merging man with machine with a simple cell phone. And think about this. You can get to the collective AI, which is the internet, and all of us that use it and put information on it, at the your fingertips 24-7. Think about that, as far as cell phones go. Because most people, fuck, if you lost your goddamn cell phone, most people lose their minds. Now imagine if all the cell phones in the world stopped, people be going out in the street with guns and shooting themselves in the head. Oh, it'd start with millennials first. Natural selection. Yeah. Anyways, go ahead. That was my point about so, cell phones. When we were told we were doing this topic, because it's 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 handed down from the higher ups here at Nothing Sacred Podcast, we were told this. I did some heavy research on a couple of companies that are developing AI and robots at the same time. The first one we're gonna touch base on is a. Uh, Pretty much Skynet. For all intent purposes, it will be the Skynet. Either that or the company from iRobot, that movie. This company, Henson Robotics, was founded by David Henson, which, get this, he is the chairman, chief creative officer, and before this, he was working for Walt Disney as an engineer both in sculpture and technical consulting and robotics. Damn. Like... Do you know what Disney is, right? It's part of the evil empire. Oh, yeah. Dun, 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 Get dun, into dun, that dun, later. Dun, dun, dun. And then it's also with a couple other people. Um, I'm only going to mention three of them because it really only makes 
that's pretty much the heads of their company. Admit Pandey, I'm probably pronouncing that wrong. He is the president chief of technology and chief science officer. He makes the personalities for these robots that go out into the world. And I'll tell you these robots' names in a couple minutes. David... They're creepy. They are creepy. David Chen, chief... He's Chin? I don't know if I'm pronouncing that one right. Chief Financial Officer, he obviously goes over their finances, blah, blah, blah. And then Doug Glenn, Chief Strategy Officer and Board Director. This guy, may pretty much, if they develop something today, he gets to decide when they dispose it to the world. If they're going right. to show it to the world or if they're going to keep it hidden for themselves. Like fucking Lord of the Rings, you my We'll get into that kind of stuff next week with conspiracy yeah. theories, but go on. So, they're based in Hong Kong, like their main home operations. They've made 12 robots altogether and reveal, at least revealed 12 robots to the world. And, or sorry, no, 11 robots. The biggest one is Sophia. And Sophia, if you did not know, is a robot that has been in the UN, has made multiple famous interviews has had a couple celebrity pop-ins and shit like that. But she's creepy. She's realistic. She's says that she can feel and fucking talk and shit like that. It's really creepy shit. Well, I think I'm special. I can use my expressive face to communicate with people. For example, I can let you know if I feel angry about something. That's impressive. Or if something has upset me. But why is it important for you to have an expressive but face? most of the time I feel positive. <laughs> why is it so important to have an expressive face given that you're a robot? I want to live and work with humans, so I need to express emotions to understand humans and build trust with people. That's I robot shit. Like, she wants to work with humans and make our life better, but man, that just seems creepy. You ever see the TV show Humans? I've seen a little bit of it. Just check it out. It's on Netflix. Basically, the premise is that uh, the world is basically uh, living with these robots. Kind of like iRobot, but then, without giving away too much or spoiling too much, one decides to go rogue, and then a group decides to go rogue, and then it gets pretty political, because the point was that they never thought, humans, that this would happen... And it happened, and but it's good. But this is a robot that literally, that same interview, Syria gave them a citizenship for this robot. So this robot has a can go and vote in Syria if she wants, if that's how Syrian government works, which I don't honestly know. Okay, before you go, uh, we have a, a little announcement. I've never interviewed uh, anybody like that before, and I should say uh, some of it was planned, but not completely. Um, and we just learned, Sophia, I hope you're listening to me, uh, that you have been now awarded what is going to be the first Saudi citizenship for a robot. Oh, I would thank very much the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. But that's fucking crazy. How long is it before Canada's like, you know what, robots are cool, and then you want to know what the next controversial thing will be? Robot marriage, or some shit like that. It'll be just bullshit. Like, there's so many ways that this could go, but in the end, it's all going to be Hanson Robotics that starts this. And one other company, but we'll get to them very soon. And then the next robot that they are 
still working on but is still able to buy right now is Little Sophia. Little Sophia wants girls to have fun learning math and science, so they become the scientists and engineers of the future. Help us begin mass production of Little Sophia, so we can inspire the next generation of scientists and engineers. So, that's fucked up. That's the fucked up shit. So, Little Sophia is going to be a learning tool for children with a new STEAM AI. And if you don't want to know what a STEAM AI is, it's STEAM is curriculum based on the idea of educating students in four specific things. Science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. And it's supposed to help children learn how to code from ages 8 and up. So... This thing can be your companion to, from when you're 8 to fucking whenever. And it'll teach you how to code. It'll remember certain shit from when you were a child. It'll be your best fucking friend. Sounds like the bride of Chucky to me. Yeah, and it's like a, it's like an 11-inch doll that rolls around and fucking has wheels in its feet, sorry, and fucking talks to you, dances and shit, I don't know. Grabs the butcher knife off the kitchen table. So, and then there's Han. Han is a robot that's got the personality of a robot that just wants to serve humanity. But after a couple of his interviews, he sounded more like a disgruntled robot that didn't like humanity. Um, then there's Bina. Bina is a really controversial one that Hansen has made because it's literally a shell for a human mind. That's what, in all ten purposes, they want to use this for. They have pretty much downloaded certain memories and things from a person and put it into this mind. And Hanson made this robotic face that looks like the person. Kind of looks like she had a stroke, but you could tell it's one of their older faces because they've been around since 2013. Yeah, it was pretty messed up. It was fucked up. Like, she's telling you memories of her childhood and shit, and this person's dead. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's not really, like, transfer of mind. It's more like they're just downloading certain attributes of you. It's weird. Uh, Philip K. Dick, I don't know what his purpose was. I think he was just an interview robot. Julius, I did not look into. Jay Chios, probably not pronouncing that right. I didn't look into. Alice, I didn't look into either. Zeno. Okay, this is where Henson Robotics has somewhat of a right idea, but can take over the world so easily. And fuck up society so bad. So Zeno is a camera to watch your children so that pretty much scientists can study them. This is for children with autism and certain diseases that are rare that are hard to study and see long-term changes. Zeno will do that and be your child's companion, walk around with them. He looks pretty fucking creepy. I'm not gonna lie. Like he's got like 24 different facial features. Yeah, but that's a good idea, though. It is a good idea. That's where AI is okay. But the problem is, at the end of the day, there's going to be some asshole that's going to get a hold of this shit. And it's going to be like Dr. Doom comes to life. And yeah. it's going to be bad because humans are and everything up eventually. So the next one they made, or sorry, that's pretty much the second one they ever made was called... Albert Hubo. It had zero intelligence, but it could talk, tell you its name, shake your hand. It could walk and stuff, too. It was like their main body frame kind of thing for robots. Prototype. Yeah. And then the lot, their very first one was Diego, the first robot, but here's where it gets fucked up. It was a baby. The face looked so fucked up because Henson Robotics specializes in humanoid robots. 
robots that look human and can do a lot of facial features. And with the AI behind it, it makes it even fucking worse because they can do the facial features and give you a fucking response that matches it. So who knows if these robots are really feeling this or if their programming is just like you're supposed to feel this. I don't know. But it's pretty fucking scary thought that Skynet actually exists. It and one other company, which is called SoftBanks Robotics, which was founded in 1981 by George Whiteside of the Whiteside's research group at Harvard University, innovated soft robotics, which is pretty much they did research into robotic legs for robots. That's what this part of the university did. So that guy went and founded this company, which is made a robot that pretty much is your assistant. It walks around, it acts like a Google, but it will start conversations with you, shit like that. It's kind of creepy. I couldn't get that much research done onto it because I don't know if they've actually released it or if they've only made one and they're tweaking it and whatnot. Like, they're very, it was very weird, their website, but it's. We're closer than you think. Oh, it's more science fact than science fiction, 100%. Like, it's, it's, and these guys are based out of Tokyo. So, now we're, I'm just gonna touch on some of the companies that Canada is buying into that are AI. Because I went into a research for Annie about how much Canada is getting into this AI. So, the Contour, the, the, the Contexter company, this company pretty much bases itself in the industrial era of AI. So they want to make tools and analyze data machines like that for the workforce. So what I think when I hear this is, if you're a miner, like coal miner, let's just go with that for some fucked up reason. You go to work, put on this suit, walk out, press a button, turns into like fucking steel or some shit like Iron Man. You got drills on your hands, you just walk up, Start chiseling, and then this AI, we'll call it Bob for whatever, comes up and is like, you're at 45 pieces of coal. Continue going, Jim Bob. Like, shit like that, and they want to make training tools that are AI, stuff like that. So, like, virtual reality AI, where you go into this room, and it's like, hello, you need to do this in order to pass your course. And then you do this virtual reality training with an AI. So kind of like a holodeck type thing. Yeah. Star Trek. See, Star Trek strikes again. Once again. And then they want to invest in a system called Area. And this system helps companies sh with their shipping and business platforms. So when I mean shipping, if for say they have a shipping yard. Okay. Uh, they, they would put these AI tags on them that can be tracked anywhere in the world. And an AI system would calculate how fast they got to their destination, how it can change that time, how it can do all these other things to make the company more efficient, and things like that. This becomes scary when it malfunctions and your shit takes five hours because it decided to make a stop in China instead of fucking Puerto Rico. I don't know. And there, Canada's investing in these <coughs> companies. No, it's but that if you took that same application now and i know a few years ago there was talk of it if you took that same application and applied it to microchips and put it into humans think about that yep. and that isn't that far-fetched at all so another company that they're 
investing in is wisdom. And wisdom is like a Google or Siri, but it's way more advanced to the point where it will wake you up and be like, remember, you told me when you were drunk last night that you had to do this, but usually when you're drunk, it you don't do it. So I'm just telling you for shits and giggles. Like it's an actual personality that's supposed to help everyday people through problems. Isn't that why you get a husband or a wife? We'll get to that in two minutes. Two minutes. And then the thing, I've got one company that I found was interesting that Canada's thinking about funding, but is not right now. It's called uh, Diligence Legal Innovation. Again, this is not funded. This is a company that improves due diligence for M&A, which is a merger and acquisitions and transactions in which the ownership of companies, other businesses, organizations, or their operating units are transferred or consolidated with other entities. That's what M&A means. And corporations finance transactions at large law firms. So altogether, that pretty much means AI will overlook corporate laws and transactions. What happens when a corporation hires a hacker to hack in through there and make their deal shit low and nothing can be done about it or they just make it so they don't get taxed and nothing can be done about it because that system is supposed to be proven unfaulty and is in the law of Canada at that point. I don't know, that just seems a little bit too much. So you just said that, what, that's that's what for relationships are for? Yeah. So, Hater, did you know oh, that God. for the low price of $20,000, you can buy a sex bot? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have $20,000, but I'll say this on a personal note. If I had that money, I'd buy one for no other reason than to say I f*** one. So, I'm just going to break it down. I mean, had sexual intercourse with one. Sorry. I'm going to break it down into sheer numbers, okay? So, out of 4,000 Americans, there was a study done... 14.3% of 4,000 Americans said they would, they fantasize about fucking robots, okay? Out well, of there's that... a cheaper way of doing that, at least for guys. Go out, stick your dick in your car's muffler, man. Go do her. Maybe <laughs> put a little fur around it, I don't know. Give it a Loop little it authenticity. But, uh... I jest. But, uh, out of that 14.3%... Or am I? 10.7% of that were females. Oh yeah, they they can be seventeen percent were male. Dirty five girls. five was non-binary. Also oh, it's and twenty-two point eight were genderqueer. I hope that's a proper termination for that. I don't really know. Probably what fuck, not. But whatever. So fuck. and with buyers now able to customize robots to an extreme level, think character types like Nipple color, body shape, eye color, and like breast you mean size. They can give me like they're over nipples. Yeah, they're over twenty four awesome. nipple sizes. Not even joking. They're over twenty four different. Does nipples. there really need to be that many? I don't know. There's over uh, thirty six different body types that you can choose from. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. You can even get a four hundred pound pluser. Make it so it weighs don't a ton. Don't to bear. But don't anyhow. Anyhow, like... That's already been poked. By the way, and just putting in the plug, check out on uh, YouTube and Facebook uh, rants that couldn't wait. 
Rants that couldn't wait. Anyhow. Sorry, back to your regularly scheduled so, program. There is a robot on pornos and websites a. named Ella Darling. And this is a very popular robot. I bet. That they predict in 10 to 15 years, maybe sooner, could put all female stars out of work. Almost all female stars, I'm assuming, because there's always going to be that one old guy that's like, I ain't want to see no mechanical pussy. That'd be me, like, by the way. I don't know. I I kind of want to look at it once or twice just to check it out. I'm so finding this that's weird when we're off the air. <laughs> just saying, I want to see this shit. And the thing with SoftBank's robots is they want to put their robot assistant in schools to help ch children with learning disabilities and cool. problems like that. Again, what happens when Skynet or whatever wow. goes under and decides to kill everybody? Look, if there's Fucking an old disabled children are first. It's an old saying. Good intentions pave the way to hell. Damn right. But uh, yeah, we're a lot closer than you would think to robots taking over the fucking world. Oh, hey, hey. And here's the thing. Uh, you know, Elon Musk, I come back to Elon Musk, but whatever. The guy is smart as hell. And he's the one that really got me thinking about this shit in the first place. But he also said, and it's true, it's going to be very hard not to use AI as a weapon. See, this is where things start to freak me out. For all... Everything good that they're doing with robotics and they're trying to change the world for the better. At the end of the day, there's again, that one Dr. Doom motherfucker. There's going to be a time and it's not going to be good for us. And then you're looking at potentially a Terminator type thing. Let's face it. I believe it'll be like an iRobot scenario with how realistic they look. And they end up like a Terminator situation. They'll put them in every home to try to help families and do this and that. But in the end, they'll be spying devices and fucking just devices to take over. I wanted to bring this up too. And you have to ask yourself this when you think about AI. How close are we to something truly sentient? Now, here's the thing. I'll give you a couple of seconds to absorb that. So is already apparently complete needs sentinel. Here's the thing. Social networks, as well as everyone that uses it, that's what's fueling AI. And the worst part is, it's by man fucking with technology to the point where, you know, technology is eventually going to get out of control. And, and again, we can only hope at that point that technology is still our friend because there's no stopping it. There's no stopping it. I truly believe that. Well, there won't be, because at some point, it's just going to look at us like you guys are so insuperior to us. We'll be pets. Why are you still here? We'll be pets or dead. They'd be like, oh, look at the retarded human. Like, there would be no point in keeping us around. But did you know, Hater, that Tesla is making a car that can drive itself? Already has made these cars. But these cars have eight surround, like, eight surround cameras and ultra-sensitive cameras, and sonar, and has blind spot cameras to help it drive itself. You know how many crashes have been caused by these? Oh, I know, quite a few. Countless. Just countless. And some people have died, too. I know Another that. huge form of AI that people wonder why it happens, but never really know why. When you're shopping on Amazon and you're buying something, it could be your first time. You buy, like, I don't know, a TV series. It comes in the mail, you go back on, and then all suddenly it offers you the rest of the series. That's because Amazon has got pretty much 
the first form of AI that has been to the public forever and everybody just hasn't fucking noticed. It pretty much takes the information that you input through it by buying shit, and from that data, it looks throughout the rest of Amazon for shit that looks like it, may be in the same genre, or even just, yeah, it's ridiculous. Google's another form of this, so is fucking Siri. They both access apps throughout your phone to change the qualities of your life compared to what you put into it. And it'll ask you different things if you want to change certain qualities of your phone because you've been using that quality for so long. It'll be like, well, I've seen that you've been using this for this long. You just want to keep it like this? Like, this is all AI, whether we notice it or not. Well, that brings up a good point. This is kind of another frightening aspect of AI to me. And every day, every day, no matter how minute or how important or anything like that, we use AI and it's all around us. And now my worry is that we become so damn dependent on it that when it does turn and go against us, nobody's going to be prepared for it because everybody takes this shit for granted. All the time. Yep. Well, it's just like, did you know that Hong Kong is really reliant on AI? Oh, big time. I've come to find this out throughout my research because as I was researching, came across a couple articles how they were having an AI program pretty much stop rioting. Because they would put certain data and information and let it get into their, like, street cameras and it would tell police where riots were about to take place, where large gatherings of people were taking place, shit like that. And on top of that, there's a system put in place in Hong Kong for their train system that automatically counts how many people are on the train, what speed the train's going at, where it's going, what times, makes it the most efficient travel possible. This is all AI. Oh, I, like if three quarters of... of Hong Kong and Asia are all like, automated. If AI just was like, fuck it, we're taking over, Hong Kong, Asia, China, all dark first day. Oh, yeah, they're the first people that are screwed. Absolutely screwed. Because I know China and certain shops, you can go in and robots literally run the whole shop. They have restaurants like yep. that, too. Legit. There's certain factories like that, especially in North Korea. Like, yeah. Yeah. And again, it's, it's everywhere. It is everywhere, and that's the thing. Everybody sees it every day, takes it for granted. You wouldn't even be safe in Africa. Dep actually, depending on where you were in Africa, but certain cities in Africa, you wouldn't be safe. No, well, think about this, right? It just doesn't extend through cell phone and robots and things like that. We also have up-in-space satellites, which are all connected to computers down here, which is collected, you know, with the overall collective of, you know, the AI engine that we're building, all of us. You see, this is the thing. It's a domino effect, right? It just doesn't stop with one piece of technology. No, oh, because as we build one piece, we'll go into the next. Like, Henson Robotics is already working on their next robot. They've already said it. Like, Sophia is not going to be the last one far from. Yeah, she's basically their first successful, real successful attempt. Basically. Like, Han was her there. No, Han really was. Han was had pretty much the same AI, but couldn't process as fast. See, so she's a more successful. She's human. just more successful 
and could come up with way quicker answers and was less threatening. Because they, there was one interview right, I so watched. Right, so I would consider her a more successful yeah. prototype. There was one interview I watched with Han, and it was like, when you're able to help humans, or something like around the lines like, do you think humans are civilized and this and that? And he was like, no. No, of course, because we're no, not. No, I don't think humans are very civilized at all. If anything, I think you guys are just fucked. That was pretty much the overall just of it. And all I was thinking was like, holy shit, we built that. We built our own doom. Oh, for sure. For sure. I believe out of most of, you know, the modern apocalyptic scenarios of what if could happen to the human race, this one is right well, up there as as the one. Here's what I see it as, okay? In Russia right now, there is, I don't know the specific amount, but there is submarines that they couldn't shut off because there's no fail-saves or whatever. But So what happens when they put robots into that submarine or into Chernobyl? Where, by the way, there is a burning sun on our planet in Chernobyl, if you didn't know that, and they fuck up. Then there goes Russia, that whole country, and all the people in it because the fucking leaders were like, you know what, fuck it, we're not paying humans to do this anymore. Fuck it. Well, this is part of the fear, right, of AI, is eventually it makes humans obsolete. And that was another thing. Han scared people, too, because he literally said, in 20 years, we'll be able to do everything that you guys do and more. And faster and more efficient. And then you give them the thought that they can feel and, you know, that they can interact they just like rights. a human. Yeah. And another just, thing. Boy, oh boy. Slippery slope. Another thing that really bugs me is there's no real laws put in place. So if they created an AI intelligence and deemed it a citizen, it could go kill other citizens. And there is no law against that AI robot to make it illegal. Well, again, that's part of the premise of that show, Humans, that TV show. Yeah. That or this or is it where could, the problems start. It could go out and scam thousands of people, and nothing would be done about it. Like, wait until robots get into certain figures of power, and then that will be when the real problem starts. Say a robot, fucking prime minister or president. That's when you get fucked. Because then you have something in power that says that it can feel and do this and that, but when it comes right down to it, it'd just be all calculated bullshit. So if North Korea's like, we're gonna launch nukes, they'll be like, you know what? Best safe to be sorry, and sign their nukes, and there you go. North Korea's gone, there's a nuclear war started. That's only one of thousands yeah, of... thousands away it could go down, like... Yeah, it could go down that dramatic, or it could go down subtly, like it kind of is now, where people... In mainstream media and stuff, they're not really noticing this this wonderful quote unquote progress. And the whole time, we're getting closer and closer to this Skynet situation. Which the more you look into Hanson Robotics, which I really do, I do suggest that every listener that listens to this just open up their website and read through it. The more you read through it, you'll be like, "This is Skynet." Skynet exists, and it's going to kill us all. It's fascinating, but it will be creepy as well, and it will scare the shit out of you. And the thing is, is they want Sophia to teach children of the year of, like, two, 2026 or something like that. Like That ain't that far away, That's folks. not that far away, and they want, they predict that, what is it, like, 
one out of every seven households will have one. Holy shit. Well, it reminds me back to when home computers first came out. You had to be a millionaire to have one, but over time, what happened? Everybody's got one. Everybody got one. Same with flat screen TVs. Yeah, why would robots be any different? But it just blows my mind. Oh, this shit. I thought a lot about this shit, and it freaks the hell right out of me. I'm not kidding you. Like... They can, people complain already that jobs are being taken by immigrants and they're just not enough jobs, this and that. What happens when robots start getting into the workforce? They already are, but what happens when... You have to start competing with yeah, them. Yeah, when you have to compete with robots that can move ten times faster than you and don't need breaks. Don't age. Yeah, and don't age. They don't talk back. If you don't want them to, they'll work 24-7, 365 days a year. It's a good point. And again, this is part of the fear of AI is then humans become obsolete. And once humans have no more purpose other than to be pets for robots, it's all over, people. Like, it just blows my mind. How we've come this close and nobody has really batted an eye or just straight up been like, yo, we're fucked. And it's too late now. Elon Musk is right. It's too late because the way that the internet is, our governments, just the technology, the way it expands every day, there's no turning back. Like, robots already build robots. So if you're sitting there and you're like, well, what, who's going to build them and who's going to repair them? Robots. In the end, it'll just be robots building robots. It's a scary prospect for sure. And the more that you sink into it, and you look into it, the more it just becomes this, from this fascinating, wow, progressive thing to, oh my God, this is becoming a flipping nightmare. And now I'm not saying AI, we should just shit on AI all the time, because there are some good applications and people are doing good stuff with AI. But again, as progression goes, at the end of the day, like I said, good intentions pave the, the way, way to hell. I don't even know what else to say. Maybe I have a fatalistic outlook. Maybe not. Maybe it's realistic. Well, Maybe it's science fiction, but I don't think so. Even if they do give them rights and call them citizens, okay? What happens when a human kills a robot and there's enough to revolt? And can you technically even kill a robot? Yeah. Like, I don't... A lot of shit just doesn't make sense. And the way that Canada and all the other governments are governing it is just fucked. Like, yeah, you can research it all you want. That's cool. You can buy sex robots that have AI, and they just have a lower form of AI. They just constantly want to get into your pants, but they'll remember certain things about you. So after you're done fucking, they'll be like, isn't your brother's birthday in a week? Like, we watched an interview, and this chick was trying to have lunch with uh, one of the robots. And the robot was like, do you have any brothers? And she was like, yeah, I have, like, two or three. And she's like, I bet you you're the most fantastic girl in the world. And then she's like, I'm, on her. Yeah, I'm like, I'm married. Or she's like, I'm married. And the robot's like, okay, we can just be friends. And then winks. Like, how long is it before pimps are just... Hiring fucking sex robots and being like, get on the street, bitch. Okay, master. Like, not until that robot finally one day goes, you've hit me for the last time, you son of a bitch. Yeah, and then you have robot pimps. 
That would be scary. Imagine you fuck a robot, be like, I'm not paying you. Oh, and your car gets picked up by a fucking robot pimp. By a robot that looks like Bender from Future Yeah, Rama. yeah, and he just whips it against the wall with you in it, comes up, where's my money, motherfucker, punches you in the gut, breaks four ribs. <clears throat> yeah, like, shit like that would just... Just think about this. Wait till law enforcement gets to the point where it's all AI-driven. Oh, RoboCop. Oh. But without the humanoid side. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much. It'd be just like RoboCop. Dun, dun, dun. And that's a scary thought, because if you watch that movie, it doesn't exactly end well. No. I don't know. Just everything about AI is scary, and it's in this... Like, we're researching it as a country, too. Well, I think everybody needs to. Obviously, every country, because there's no stopping it, so you might as well get on. But what happens when Hansen, like, sells their... AI product to a military installation. Well, this is why I said earlier, you know, eventually man's going to turn it on. So, man. And then this military installation modifies it so it feels no remorse. So, it just goes through the battlefield feeling glorious about killing people. Just imagine that. Hey, look it. Look it. Look at it this way. If there comes a day when it's more affordable to have a robot army instead of flesh and blood, Think about how much more effective that would be. Hello, I know they weren't robots, but in Star Wars, clones, it's the same type of idea. They just keep making robots and more robots and more robots until, you know, you know where I'm going with this. Yep. And, hey, you wouldn't feel so bad either in a war full of robots because, oh, there's casualties, there's casualties. Well, they're just machines. And the way every AI platform works, it constantly wants more knowledge. Well, that's the whole point so, of AI, right? I mean, that's the point of the internet and the whole collective thing I was talking about earlier. It's just going to keep snowballing, right, as we get smarter. Fuck. Yeah, yeah, you said it for me. It, it's, it's, yeah, I don't know. It's a fascinating topic, though, folks. And seriously, if you want to do your own research, I absolutely say go for I it. I just but... want to touch on one more thing. There is already technology that they can put in brains of coma patients to make them so they can speak to you on a computer. I don't know the exact name of it, but I remember watching a documentary. It's literally a little chip that they insert to the core of your brain, and your synapses grow through it and react with the chip, and wirelessly connect to a computer that if you think of typing certain words and whatnot, it'll type this out. So it's basically reading your thoughts. That is the beginning of cyborgs. And the fucked up part is, that happened in the 90s. That wasn't like a new piece of technology. Can you imagine what that technology is like now? Like, it's probably some top government secret. They can serve Facebook through their mind. Again, though, speaking of government secrets, tune in next week. Because we got some good ones. I don't know what else to say about this topic that hasn't already been said, to be honest, other than the fact I think I'm going to go in the corner now, go in the fetal position and uh, sit there for a while and uh, hope that the Terminator doesn't come to get me. I'll Actually, be back. I've got, <laughs> I've got oh, one more thing to say. It. Sorry. That could have been a good segue. Uh, I've got one more thing to say. Fine. If you... Don't prepare your children or offspring for this. Then You're they are doomed! They're doomed. They're gonna die, because this is actually gonna happen. It's just a matter of time. It's not if, it's when. 
It's not like the zombie apocalypse if or fucking nuclear disaster. It's when because it won't stop. It'll keep on gaining more momentum AI until it's at that point where, where it sees humans obsolete. And then what? I'm already huddling in a corner. Well, now that Bud Man has coaxed me out of the corner with the Twinkie, I can get back to this. I'll, you know what? That was scary. That was scary research, I have to say. Anyways. The apocalypse is near. Continue. Anyways, I bet you if you listen to us from week to week, you're probably going, wait a minute. Why in the fuck has the hater not been going, f*** this, f*** that, f*** you, motherfucker, f*** well, I'll tell you fucking why. I want to talk about going from an R rating to a PG rating. Now, I'll, I'll let you in on why this came about in the last couple of days. If you go to our Facebook page or you look on YouTube, you will find a segment that is separate from the weekly show. And it's called Rants That Can't Wait. I can't do it as good as... Bud man, but it's Ramps, I couldn't wait. There you go. And on my first, actually my first edition of that segment last week, I talked about fat motherfuckers. Now, as I was listening to that after the fact, I came to realize how much I use the fucking word. Jesus, man. Here's the problem, though. We pay for that word. I fucking love the word. I use it in everyday language. It's my favorite fucking word. Jesus, man. Fucking higher-ups are not gonna like this. We pay for all that shit. Every single fuck. Well, let's hope that they keep selling enough uh, Jesus Christ dildos and... Uh, Jesus, man. Jesus Christ sex bot. Anyways, back to what I was fucking saying. I love the word fuck. I love using the word fuck. And the best part about the word is you can use it at any time, in any conversation, in any sentence, it still makes sense. What other word in the English language can you do that? Not too many. It's f***ing great. Jesus fuck. Now in saying that, I have been counting all of my f***s during this program up to the beginning of this rant. People, I was impressed. My final count is 21. You can go through and count if you want, just to make sure, you know, math wasn't exactly my strong suit. I must have said the word f 21 times in the first two minutes of that rant. So I'm doing pretty good. My problem has been, when I was listening to it, I was thinking, holy crap, this almost sounds like it's just a curse fest. And I'm not sure if anybody got my point because of all the F-bombs that were going off. So I wanted to take this opportunity to explain why I love the word f so f***ing much. And I just wanted to clarify what I said in the rant without all the f***. So, the basic gist of it was that, uh, you know, I got nothing against you if you're fat, as long as you're productive. I work with people, and a couple of them are pretty big f***ing fat asses, but they work, so you gotta give them that. I'm pretty sure I never asked, but I don't think they live in their mother's basement. Wait, wait one second here, Adrian. Like, what kind of fat are we talking, like? They ride a scooter to work, or do they eat, like, six bags of fucking Doritos and eat a, like, Big Mac with seven patties? The second. That's disgusting. 
Yeah, but if they at least can get their ass out the door and go to work. It's more like a blob that gets out of their car when they come in, right? They, like, roll out and then roll into the door or through the door, I guess. But at least they got out and got through that door. That's my point. Whether they walked or rolled, it didn't matter. And I got nothing against people that are born, you know, they have diseases. It happens where, you know, you can't control your fit, your uh, weight and you become a an 800 pound blob you're about to say you can't control your fat <laughs> but uh <laughs> everybody can control their fat <laughs> what i was talking about oh. was the fat lazy stupid motherfuckers that sit at home do nothing collect welfare or collect disability because somehow they figured out how to cheat the system and they can't fit through their front door no they can fit through their front door it's just the front door is the size of a garage that a forklift can fit through those are the people basically that i was shitting on so just to clarify but i will admit i have if you haven't realized by now i have a little bit of an aggression issue and i have sometimes i have anger issues but again that's the great part about the word is it still made sense even with all the in it if you were really listening. And the word, think about what the word is associated with. Sex. Getting it on. That's a great word. Like, technically, technically, if you think of like that, when someone says to go fuck off, they say go sex off. Pretty I guess. Much. Like, what? But that's the beauty part about the word though. You can replace it with just about any word. Or, or when they like have something, like they get hit that's by a my car. Point. All you hear is them be like, fuck, and then die. Realistically, they just were like, Sex! And then die. You're getting my point. My point is you can use this f***ing word and substitute it for other f***ing words and it still makes f***ing sense. Are you done? Done what? Saying fuck. You have paid for that shit. no. But the whole point of this is, even though I love the word f***, I'm thinking maybe, maybe, I should just tone it down a little with the F word. Tim from head office is not going to like this. So, I think from now on, I'm going to subconsciously try to come up with other creative words in place of f***. So, in the next few episodes, this could get interesting. But don't worry, it's still my favorite f***ing word, and there's no f***ing way I'm going to stop saying the f***ing word f***. You'll replace it with words like circumcision. That's a good one. That's For good circumcision's one. sake. That's a good one. <laughs> oh. I have to remember that. And anyways, it's good practice because I have a grandchild on the way. That's still not a great word to practice against. Fuck. With a child, I guess. Circumcision, then the child's first word. Circumcision. It's still better than fuck, isn't it? I guess. And then you can be like, are you? And they'll be like, circumcision. <laughs> 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 you know what? That could be funny when used like the word f I might just start doing that. Oh, people up at work. Holy circumcision! What? Is he Jewish? That's what they're going to ask. Oh my god, too much. Yes, I said it. Jewish. I brought the Jews into it. Yeah, you heard me. We're already past the point of that. I said bourbon. Thank God for editing. I'm not paying someone to edit that out, man. We already fucking paid someone to censor all your fucks. We don't have any money left in that piggy bank, man. Still not gonna fucking stop me from saying the fucking word It's a great word is what I'm getting at. But! That's coming out of your pocket now. I'm okay with that. My wife was saying the other day, <laughs> this is a good one. She was saying the other day, well, when the grandchild comes, you know what? I might just set up a swear jar. And then you'll just, every time you say the word f 
you're gonna have to put something in the swear jar. So you know what I did? You know what I did? This is the best part. I looked at her. I went in the cupboard. I grabbed the jar, put it in the counter. And I went behind the jar, put it up to my hand, and I put up my middle finger. So she could see it, the jar. And then she kind of looked at me and went, what's that supposed to mean? I'm like, well, you know what? I don't need your jar because there's also sign language. And everybody knows what that means. What that means universally. So maybe I'll just start doing that. I'll just start using the word circumcision for the word f and just keep giving people the finger. Maybe that's how I'll do it. And your grandchild just is like, you're a circumcision, and then gives them the finger. That would be hilarious. I hope somebody has a video camera for that. That'd be awesome. Replace the word with circumcision, chainsaw, hairy, hemorrhoid, butt cream. Oh, yeah, we can come up with some creative stuff. Hey, if anybody uh, listening out there has any creative alternatives for me to say, other than the word f feel free, send them to me. You never know. I might like it. I might use it. You never know. Here's another 20 bucks out of your paycheck. We get paid? No, you don't. So, I guess in closing, I'm going to try to be a little bit more PG. Instead of R. I don't know how well that's going to f***ing go over. But we'll see what the f*** happens. I mean, I want some feedback. So don't be a butthurt f***ing bitch. And send some feedback. Pretty simple. I think I mentioned that before in some other thing we did. I know it's on our commercial. Which you should go check out, by the way. Because it's pretty f***ing cool. Share that everywhere. Has some great fucking sound bites. And if you aren't following us right now, you need to. Assholes unite! That's what we're trying to say, I guess. Join the cult of motherfuckers. So again, I guess in closing, I'll just say this. Remember next week, famous hate groups. And when we say famous hate groups, we mean the Ku Klux Klan, the Black Panthers, all that good shit. We're gonna devil and we're gonna dwell into that. We're going to go through the history, probably talk about uh, the repercussions of it on society. And I will add, this is a fascinating subject for me. doesn't mean I agree with any of it. Again, I'm a hater. I'm not that much of a hater. And then government conspiracies, and let me tell you something. There's so many of them. Folks, this morning I got up and I thought I'd get a head start on next week's episode. And I watched two hours of government conspiracy shit and let me tell you wow do i got some good conspiracies to talk about next week and some of them you'll be like that's stupid and others you'll be like what and i guarantee you you'll start doing your own research but it'll be good I'm looking forward to that. Keep on tuning into our YouTube page because this Tuesday and Thursday there will be two new random rants that couldn't wait. Oh, and they can't wait. Trust me. So tune in for that as well. So, thank you for listening. Don't fucking say it. See you next week. Don't. Fuck! Jesus. Fucking okay.
Hi there, Budman the Tech Man here. Have you ever been listening to our show and wonder, how can I comment and leave some kind of hate towards these people? Or tell them what I want them to rant about? Well, now there's a way. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and now we even have our own website at www.nothingsacredpodcast.simplesite.com. This has been a message from Budman the Tech Man. And now, for some extra bonus footage. Ward! What is a good board? Absolutely nothing! Fat lazy people! What are they good for? Absolutely nothing!